Welcome back to the What's Your One More podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Harris. And today I kind of want to talk about something that's uh, quite local to our market. And, you know, for the audience that's listening outside of this Jacksonville, Florida market, uh, I'm going to try to bring bring some levity to it for you guys as well here. But, you know, constantly we talk about, hey, the news is not your friend. And, and, and the reason being is that, it, you know, in today's market, buyers, you know, are feeling this sense of really three things every time they talk about a transaction. Is it fear, you know, um, fear that's instilled by the news, which we're going to talk about today. Um, fear of things they're seeing on social media, uh, a little bit of fear of missing out. Like, Hey, am I buying at the top, which is uh, often called like fear of buying at the top. And then for example, the other one would be, you know, comparison, like comparing yourself to other people of what they have and what you don't have. Like, why haven't I bought a home? Why don't I own a home? And so how do we combat that? Like, how does an industry, how does society, do we do we help offset those three things that every buyer is dealing with? Well, the first one is when it comes to fears and when it comes to fear of missing out uh, and comparison, data, 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 data. And the facts are hard to argue with, but how do we use them in a form that we can explain uh, a narrative that is quite different than what the news is to kind of combat that fear? And, and so what I want to talk about today is this this Atom, A-T-T-O-M. Atom is a data reporting agency. And for the most part, they really publish quite a bit of data on short sales and foreclosures. That seems to be their bread and butter. And every time I turn around over the course of the last really two years, there's Adam with another foreclosure report and it's doom and gloom. And it's the, you know, Hey, listen, foreclosures are on the rise, you know, and uh, these markets are are leading and these markets have a hundred percent uptick, you know, and Alex Stewart from the market distillery and I, we've sat around, we've talked about this for many years now. And I think Alex made a great point. He was like, yeah, you know, in your market, you could be up 100% in foreclosures. But if you went from two foreclosures to four foreclosures, what are we really talking about? And that's the reality. These these articles that are released are really kind of skewed to confuse the buyer and really present something that's not going to happen. And so I want to take Friday's article. You know, today is July 18th. Friday, there was an article on July 14th. And, you know, and if you search the internet as a buyer and you're looking for foreclosures or typing in the city that you're looking to move to or buying and type the word foreclosure, depending what city it is, you're probably going to see this article pop up. And so inside this article on the 14th, Adam had released and, and one of their, their authors had re- released a top 10 cities in the United States, second title, top 10 U.S. housing markets with the worst foreclosure rate in Q2 2023. Now, one of the things I want to point out here is they break it down on small metros and large metros, right? But where I'm going to kind of take a, 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 a bone to pick here, if you may, is that, uh, I, number one, I think the data is flawed that they're presenting. And then number two, the manner in which they did it. So they dive right in and they say the, the large, the large metro, 223 metros being the largest, you know, metros in, in America based on population of a million or more. They say that Jacksonville is leading the way in foreclosures. Now, to me, that is a uh, that is not a correct statement. You know, I live here in Jacksonville, and there's some other cities in here that I'm sure people live in that would argue with this as well because uh, it's it's borderline not correct. And so I'll kind of go into one of the ones they're talking about here inside of these areas here that they say, hey, listen, these housing markets, these are the ones that are leading the area nationwide of um, of foreclosures. And so as I go into it, they say uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Lakeland, Florida, Cleveland, Ohio, Columbia, South Carolina, and Jacksonville, Florida. And so as they break down these metros and go through it here, they said that uh, inside these markets, one in every 657 homes is a foreclosure in Jacksonville. That couldn't be further from the truth in here. And, you know, some of the other things that I, I like to point out in this article that I go through here is if you're a borrower, 
how how does this freak you out if you're going, well, God, I mean, I'm, I'm buying the top. There's homes going to foreclosure. Maybe I should wait. Maybe there will be an opportunity for me. You know, our last really four episodes, we've really broken down why that's not a situation. And articles like this don't help. And so, you know, we've broken down that generation of 90, 91, and 92, because the 90s babies are about to shake this market even further than what it is right now. The 90s babies are about to come in and add more demand in the market than we've seen over the last really decade. And that three-year birth rate is the highest birth rate in America that we've ever seen. And the reason we point that out is we've talked about in the last episodes, you know, that represents a 33-year-old first-time buyer in 90, and 91 is going to be next year's 33-year-old, and 92 is going to be the following year's 33-year-old first-time home buyers, thus adding a compounding effect of potential buyers to the market, but yet the inventory is not growing at that same rate. And then you get articles like this to just add further confusion to the market that seems completely unnecessary. And so I say, okay, Quentin, take a look at this. How do we delve into this? How do we understand the details? Well, the first thing I want to take a look at is who the author is, right? And the author in this particular article, I'm not going to mention names, but this person's job is they are a premium media liaison for the property data provider. This person is a senior marketing manager. They're a marketing manager. That means their job is to market a product. Well, sometimes how do you market things? You strike fear in the heart of the public and you get people inside the industry and outside the industry to look at this and go, oh, I need more information on this. Let me let me subscribe. Let me become a buyer of this. And the reality is, here's the, here's the most baffling thing. I went to the website. I looked at this because Adam is known for this. ATTOM is known for this. What did they do the day before? The actual data set itself was released on Thursday. This marketing director writes an art, writes a blog, an article, whatever you want to call it, which, by the way, it had legs. It showed up in my feed on my Apple News and Apple um, uh, stock app in there that I would check. This feed popped up. So, I mean, it's clearly gaining traction. And then I look at the data set that came out the day before, and when you disclose the data set, guess what I found? Jacksonville is nowhere on that data set as a top major metro that has a foreclosure problem. It's like, well, how can that happen? The data set just came out. How are we getting this kind of article skewed? The other thing is, I'm going to point to this graph. So if you're on our YouTube channel, this is going to pop up on there and take a look at it. If you're not, subscribe to our YouTube channel at What's Your One More with the number one, and you'll be able to see this. Also, you can go to our website, 1mpodcast.com. We're going to have this on there on our blog section. But this graph says everything you need to know on there. It shows from January to June, the foreclosure activity measured from 2008 to 2023. And 2010 was the peak of foreclosures, like 1.6 million foreclosures in the country. 1.6 million we're talking in 2023, 185,000 is what's on pace during that time. Now, remember, this is measuring a half year, both for all from 2008 all the way to 2023. So the same time frame from June to July, or excuse me, January to June. But we're talking 1.6 in 2010, 185,000 in 2023. Those numbers, I mean, what is that, 11%, maybe 11.5% of the height? Like, but the article's written as if like the height is here. And I... I, I hate that for our buyers because they get so confused and you get so caught up in the idea you're going to find a deal or that this foreclosure bubble wave is going to happen. I mean, depending what echo chamber you want to find yourself in, you know, if you were to Google or YouTube foreclosure bubble, you're going to be surrounded by all this misinformation. And, you know, and, and I think that it's important that you understand the facts is that, yes, foreclosures are happening. But I also want to point out another interesting stat about these foreclosures. These foreclosures typically in the past in the height of 2008, they were being processed less than 200 days from the foreclosure. So 
when a foreclosed property is agreed to be foreclosed upon by a bank who pursues the legal actions to get it done, each state has separate legal actions for that to be completed. Some states take longer than others, but the average in 2007, 2008 was less than 200 days for that process to take place. Here we are in 2023. That same procedure, that same process is 1,212 days, the highest on record for a foreclosure process to be completed. Let's just work that backwards. That's almost four years. So the homes that they're referring to in these data sets, the homes that that author on Friday's article was referring to, these are foreclosures that are taking place from 2019 or 2018. Not today. That's that's pre-pandemic stuff. That has nothing to do with where we are in today's real estate market. Well, why is that? We talked about that on the last couple episodes. The average American's equity position is six figures in their homes. They're not going to give that up. More importantly, the bank can't force them to give that up. The bank can force to sell the property, but the equity is still inherently given back to the owner of that property minus any past due bills that are left on there and any legal fees absorbed. So you can't, you're not just going to walk away from this home. Yo, thank you so much for choosing us today. We're definitely not done with our podcast, but we are going to take a really short sponsor break and then we'll get right back to the show. I've been in the lending business for 20 years. I've seen many different lenders. During those 20 years, I recognized there's a difference between being an originator and an advisor. And the team at Bank of England is full of advisors. They take their time to understand your needs. They take the time to structure a mortgage for you and your family. And I cannot recommend them enough. If you're in the market to purchase a home, maybe it's a second home, maybe it's an investment property, or you're looking to refinance your current property that you live in, take a minute to work with the advisors at Bank of England Mortgage. They're a nationwide lender, and you can find your local branch at boemortgage.com. www.boemortgage.com. Because it's more than loans, it's people. Thanks so much for letting us give a shout out to our sponsor. All right, now back to the podcast these processes and procedures aren't happening on properties and transactions that took place in the last two years. Hell, even in the last three years, we're talking about 1,212 days for a foreclosure proceeding on average to take place here in the United States. That's a big difference than what's being kind of portrayed in this article here. And I think that that's really important to share because honestly, that's not that, that that's not what the article is that was written on Friday is saying, and that's not what our buyers are seeing either. Our buyers are just being uh, delivered a headline, and that headline reads "Top Ten Cities in America with the Highest Foreclosure Rankings." And you see that you know your city, mine in particular, shows up as one on there, and that couldn't be further the truth. So you've got a buyer moving in from out of state, and now the real estate agent or the mortgage lender has to absorb this, this notion that's being delivered through a major news outlet and being further distributed through other sources such as Apple and such as, you know, uh, Wall Street Journal, et cetera, and goes on and on. And then you have to deal and combat with this. And that creates that fear. That creates that, am I buying at the top? Am I buying way too high of a price of home? And is it going to be a foreclosure? Which then creates emotion in the transaction, furthering the doubt of whether or not you should buy when the reality is, if you don't buy now, you're going to essentially lose out on the appreciation that is coming ahead of you over the course of the next three years. And quite frankly, 
there are a lot of people, including us here at What's Your One More, that believe 2024 is going to rival one of the top three real estate years in the history of the United States. And 2025 may be the biggest, if not one of the biggest real estate years in United States history. And the ideology behind that is that you're going to have a lot of turnover. You're going to have a lot of people that are locked into their homes right now, this lock-in effect where people have a three-handle on their mortgage or lower and they don't want to let go of it, but their household has expanded. They've added a new addition, or maybe they've gotten married and they have you know more people in the house than they've had before. The reality is they're out of space and they want to move, but they don't want to move at a seven or a six interest rate. But when that interest rate gets below six and it comes with a five handle, you're going to see a lot of people with those threes say, you know what, let's sell the property. Let's go ahead and move into that home that we've been wanting with more space. It's going to be more comfortable and we're okay with that 5% handle. That budget makes sense, but not at six or seven. And there's going to be a price war that happens with that. And home prices are going to go up. They're not going to go into foreclosure. There's not going to be foreclosures laying around just for everyone to pick up and all of a sudden get these steals. They're not going to happen. It is going to be a price war. There's going to be multiple offers. If you're not seeing that in your city, signs of it already, multiple offers are starting to happen again around the country. And we're starting to also see other issues with appraisal gaps happen around the country. These are things that are indications of demand taking over in the market. And again, this foreclosure wave, this is nonsense. Is there foreclosures happening? Sure, they happen all the time, but there's not a wave. This is like a, this is like a foreclosure like the trickle, if that at best. Like it's it's a ripple, a very small one that doesn't have an effect. There's nothing nothing of this here that's not outside the normal. This is a very normal trend that we're seeing, and it's an article that's blown completely out of proportion. And what I don't want is that deteriorating someone's opportunity to go buy a home because they think they're going to find something on a steal. And the other aspect of that is, depending what age you are when you go to buy a home, you know, you may turn to your parents for either A, financial advice or financial help. I, I don't want your mom or your dad or whoever you turn to for advice to see this article either and place doubt in the situation that says, hey, listen, I don't have enough time to buy because, you know, they've got foreclosures going on in that market. Like that's the most ludicrous thing that could happen because of, quite honestly, this type of reporting here that is just a headline grabber to get people to have clickbait when they're, or, or sell their services not accurate ones at that, but the reality is this is not a uh, th- this is not a reality. So I don't want buyers buying into the hype of this, and I don't want buyers losing out on opportunities that could be in front of them. That quite honestly, you know, an article like this could deter you from doing that. But then let's go to something else. There's a major major data source located here in Jacksonville, Florida called Black Knight. And Black Knight Incorporated is probably considered one of the largest mortgage monitoring, origination monitoring data set sources in America. They do it for every single major bank, major lender, you name it, they have all the data sets. Interestingly enough, when you go into their report released at the exact same time, there's no, there's no indication of high delinquencies or any indication of foreclosure waves taking place. None of that is inside of here. Matter of fact, they actually report in here that delinquencies are down 29% in all markets. They're down 29% below the average in all markets. So what they're saying is on the historical level of every city in the United States of America, even if you looked at the highest delinquency rates in America right now, across the country, with more than 4% of those being past due. Even so, the delinquency rates in every major market are running 29% or or more below their longest running average. They're running 29% below their longest running average. 
that is a drastic different headline and statement than what the other data source is reporting. So oftentimes I, 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 I do get a little worked up as you can tell from this, but I want to share with you guys that don't let the news, don't let the news make the decision for you. Get into the headlines, dive deep into it, read what's going on in there, and more importantly, trust the people on the ground in the market of the city in which you live in and what you're moving to because they are going to have a better data set of what's going on there than the actual news or more or less someone trying to sell you information online. So guys, if you find this useful, please share your comments with us. Five-star review this podcast. Go to Apple Podcast leave a comment, five-star review it, share it with a friend or family member, go to YouTube. We love getting the comments. You know, we released an episode, the July lending update. Uh, the comments have actually been blowing up here as we're doing this show today. I was showing Charlie, our producer, love that kind of feedback, helps guide us where we're going on here. Um, but subscribe, check out the channel, greatly appreciate it. And again, check us out on our socials at What's Your One More. Till then, we'll see you guys on the next episode. I got one more shot, I'm gonna make it. One more chance, I'm gonna take it. And when I said it, now it's time for me to do it I got one life to live, so I put all into it, yeah